Hello, and welcome to an open market where fresh flavor and essential vitamins are served to replenish, refresh, and revitalize us on our journeys of healing, growing, transformation, planting, and producing in assorted areas of our lives. Nourishment that is healthy for our well-being and it's served on a holistic platter right here on the Mind, Body, and Soul Fruits podcast. Hello once again, and thank you all so very much for taking the time to stop by and feast with me on today. Listen, my sisters and my brothers, I cannot even begin to tell you just how very thankful I am about having this opportunity to share with you some nutrition that will be beneficial to us all, especially during this critical hour of the calamity of the coronavirus and all of the havoc that it is wreaking upon us all. So before we dig in to the topic that we are going to indulge in on today, let's pray. Father, we come to you right now, first of all, telling you thank you. Thanking you for your love, your compassion, your kindness, your grace, and your mercy. We thank you for who you are in our lives because without you, we are nothing, absolutely nothing. And Father, at this time, with all that is transpiring in the earth, Father, we need you now like never before. Father, I pray for each and every listener right now. And even those who are not listening For each and every one of my sisters and brothers across the globe, I pray and speak peace, Father God. I pray, Father God, that you will calm the fears of each person that is doubtful right now and just shaking in their boots about what is going to happen. Father, I thank you for all of everyone who is embracing each other right now, Lord God, for this is what we need. And we also need your mighty hand. Heal us, Lord God, as a whole. I pray for each and every family that has been directly affected in terms of the actual deadly disease. Father, we know that you have the power. And we believe that you are going to turn this thing around. It is in the mighty name of Jesus that I ask and I pray. We love you, Lord, and we will bless your name right now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen. So we're going to go ahead now and begin to address Some of the issues that uh, many of us are facing at this time. And so once again, we want God to be heard. Thank you, Lord. There has been this staggering shift. I mean, life as we knew it, it took a sharp left turn. 
and nothing has been the same ever since. I mean, the very trajectory of everyone's lives has changed. It's been altered in such a way that the entire globe is deeply affected. And as we continue to receive updates, we discover that the number of people who have contracted the coronavirus is increasing by the minute. And when we consider that doubt and anxiety, worry and fear of the unknown has begun to consume many people, it's reasonable. But I am here today to offer encouragement, comfort and hope. Now, when when I express that God is working all of this out for our good, it probably sounds cliche, right? Or even more so like a catch 22, because on the one hand, We see innocent people dying all over the world. Now, right now in China, 80,928 people have contracted this deadly disease. 3,245 people have died. Now, in the U.S., 8,730 people are with the coronavirus now. And close to 150 people have died. The entire world is on lockdown. Schools are closed. Doors of the houses of worship are locked. Corporations are shutting down. The economy is plummeting. I mean, Amazon is only shipping medical equipment and supplies. Commencement ceremonies are off. My daughter was scheduled to graduate in May, and so was my niece, and so many others who uh, had plans. We all had plans, and as we can see, those plans have been canceled. We have a whole new way of life at this time. And so we're all in this together, and we are going to make it. We are. With all of this going on, on the same hand, God is telling us that he's working all things out. I mean, like including this. Yes, he is working it out for our good. In Romans 8 and 28, we're reminded that all things work together for good to those who love God and those who are called according to his purpose. You love God and I love him too. Therefore, this word is for us. So yes, all things, including this, he is working it together for our good. When devastation of this magnitude occurs, as we can see, it's an unsettling uphill battle to be optimistic and embrace hope. But it makes it so easy for many people to give God the cold shoulder and forfeit our faith. But please hear me when I tell you that God, he's still trustworthy. He's still faithful. And although we're in the midst of destruction like we've never known before, the grace of God is good. It's remarkable, supreme, even in this hour of affliction. 
Let's take a moment to think about how he's been consistently and faithfully sustaining us all along, your whole life and mine. And he doesn't stop. He's progressive. And we must not forget that he is the almighty God with all power. And we've had the privilege of seeing him work in our lives and in the lives of others. This time around, it's universal. The harsh reality is that as the coronavirus spreads like wildfire, we're limited in our control. And though this pandemic is real and it's hit us very hard, caught us by complete storm, the power of God is just as substantial. It is rock solid. The power of God is so intense that I can't even come up with the words to fully describe it because it really is indescribable. But what I can articulate is that his power is immune. COVID won't take him out. And he's the one who covers and protects us. Adversities, calamities, catastrophes have no bearing on the God we serve. This COVID, he's working it out for our good, sisters and brothers. It may not appear to be that way, but in Isaiah 41 and 10, he instructs and informs us. He says, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. We must proclaim and stand on the promises of God. And it is the grace of God that is all the more benevolent. And the words that God speaks to us, they are spirit and they are life. There's goodness all up and through this pandemic. There's more. When we look at this calamity from a one dimensional standpoint, it doesn't resemble anything that is good. Neither does it feel like anything that is good. But here I'd like to share three refreshments with you that are sweet and somewhat citrusy. And we're going to begin with the first one, eradication. I, like many of you, have been praying. I pray for all of us, you, myself, my family, and yours, and every person that is on the face of this earth. And during one of my times of prayer, I was asking God to eradicate this coronavirus. Just stop it in its tracks and put it to a halt, Lord. And he didn't waste any time. In the very midst of my prayer, God let me know right then and there that he is in the process of eradicating plenty right now. He said, I'm eradicating hatred. And racism, I am eradicating competition and pride, I'm eradicating that. High and mighty frames of mind, I'm the only high and mighty one. Money, securing the bag without me, my grace, and mercy in mind, no, I've been placed on the back burner for too long. I'm eradicating that. Selfishness, greed, envy, it's being obliterated. I'm blotting it out. When I tell you that as I listened, all I could say was, oh God, I see you. 
I see you working. And the way that I see God doing a marvelous work is love. The love that is being demonstrated throughout the world in our countries and states and communities and our families, all the medical centers and serving one another in love is more so on our minds than it was prior to all of this. It's bringing us so much closer. And I don't believe for a moment that God is being mean. He loves us too much for that. He's teaching us his way. In Hebrews 12 and 6, we're informed that the Lord disciplines the ones he loves. And in the Greek, according to Strong's lexicon, discipline means training, education, and chastisement. You don't teach someone anything unless you love them, unless you really care. God just wants us near and closer to him. And it is the call of the gospel to get us out of our way and in to his. God is love. And that brings us to our next slice, elevation. Elevation. We hear so much about elevation and we even speak a lot about elevation and going to the next level and what needs to be done in order for us to experience increase and taking it to the next level. Now is the time for lots of increase. Now is the time for us to strengthen our relationships and enhance our knowledge. If you were working on a project before coronavirus even erupted, this is the time to put more energy into it. But this time, with more God in mind. So we can sing that song. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. Right? Be even more intimate with your spouse. Build more using the resources that you already have at your disposal. That you have in your midst right now. Add more to your business plan. And it's interesting. Uh, I was having a conversation this morning. We were on a three-way, my mom, my sister, and myself. And we were, you know, of course, talking about the effects of the coronavirus and some of the updates. And, you know, we were just having that conversation. And we talked about how now, especially with today being my mom's birthday, Um, families, of course, can't go out to eat. There is a limit on many things that we are so accustomed to doing. But I was thinking about how now with children, of course, being at home, they can do what it is that we used to do when we were younger. We used to eat uh, not every night together, but we'd eat, you know, in the house together We went out to eat every now and again. It was rare. We spent more time at home eating home-cooked meals. And, um, of course, there weren't any cell phones back then. But I thank God for cell phones now, especially now, because this is where it's most needed. We don't have the luxury of being able to just get up and come and go as we please. And so now families can spend more time together eat together, you know, play board games and children are being able to spend more time with their families and 
You know, it's just everything has changed. So there is more good in this than meets the natural eye. And God, believe it or not, God wants elevation too. He desires elevation as well. We can increase our altitude of reverence to him and increase our worship of him. He desires for us to raise it up. That's not to say that we're not praising and worshiping him now, but it is at this time that we can elevate our praise, elevate our worship, increase the altitude of everything that it is that we do with God in mind and lift him higher. He says in John 12 and 32, and I, when I am lifted up, I will draw all people to myself. And that's not to say that we have not given anything to God. It's not to say anything except he wants elevation as well. God loves attention. Just as he endows us with an abundance of attention, we owe him as much as we possibly can give him as a gift because he deserves. Let's give him more of what he loves. Let's elevate our praise. He loves worship. Let's give him more of that glory and honor. Let's refuse to give God the short end of the stick. It's his turn. During this horrific pandemic that we're up against, let us continue to trust God and we can elevate our trust in him and increase our trust in him even now. He knows just how to humble us and bring us back to reality and to our rightful place at his feet. Who's to say that our almighty father did not fashion and orchestrate or allow this global emergency to strategically cultivate a global metamorphosis? The work of our God is impeccable and precise. He's saying, I tell you what, sit down, stay put, be still and know that I am God. I am in total control, so give me total praise. Sisters and brothers, he is God and God alone. And be that beautiful truth as it may, he longs and requires more of us. If you're with me, just tell yourself, God wants more. And last but not least, our last piece on expectation. As God sustains us, again, let us invest more time in our children and our families and friends and be more of a blessing to each other. Even in our time of prayer to him for our brothers and sisters whom we have yet to even meet personally. See, God also desires compassion because it is his character and his nature. It's his expectation also that we lend ourselves to be of more service, to be of more help in some way, be it phone calls to do well checks and have uplifting conversations, delivering groceries to those who don't have the capability and the wherewithal to go out and get them on their own, an encouraging word, a smile. It's his expectation. Let us pray more. And pull up on the word of God more to learn more of him. Let us devote ourselves to pursuing God 
with more passion and more love. Yes, I know we've been hit. We've been smacked. But listen to what the word of the Lord tells us. Our present sufferings aren't even worth comparing to the glory that will be revealed in us later. And this is what we can expect. Let us not sleep on the promises of God, sisters and brothers, but instead stand on his promises. We know that this is heavy. But hear me, sisters and brothers, when I tell you, please, the weight of glory is heavier, far heavier than this corporate, dreadful and outrageous injury of the coronavirus. Because there's glory in all of this. We're going to make it. Let's trust him, family. That's our father's expectation. Remember, family. God has incredibly made ways in times of other tumultuous storms. And by far, of course, this is the worst. But my prayer is that he will continue to permeate our minds with peace and infuse our hearts with joy and cover our bodies with the protection that only he himself can provide. And that is in Jesus' name. Listen, I love you, family, and I want you to stay encouraged. And I ask that you keep me in prayer as well. I truly appreciate your presence and hanging out with me today. Thank you very much. And I want you to know that you are welcome to subscribe to the Mind, Body, and Soul Fruit podcast and join me at the table for our next episode when we break bread and address more ways to stay happy, healthy, and hopeful at home.